Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, controversial star set for WWE return. There was a major free agent at last night's WWE Raw. Got the latest on potential WWE roster cuts. And a current WWE champion is out, quote, indefinitely with an injury. My name's Andy Murray, Mr. Murray if you're nasty. I'm Michael Hamflit, Mr. Hamflit never. <laughs> and this is the news. Papa Roach or Janet Jackson, take your pick <laughs> down in the comments take section. Take your pick or take my money, <laughs> take my possessions. We're going to start by talking about Nia Jax. Yes. So you didn't see that one coming. Um, she does this, doesn't she? Yeah, PW Insider coming through with the report uh, stating that Nia's name has been mentioned around WWE as somebody who could potentially be brought back to the company. Mm. Um, Mike Johnson reports that there have been rumblings over a potential comeback for Nia um, over the past few days. Now, this report came out before Raw. Um, he noted... Mr. Johnson did, seeing as we're doing that now, that uh, the, there was no word on whether or not Nia would be backstage at Raw. So if he's like going as far as saying, talking about potentially being at Raw, this must be pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, is, which is certainly something. Although several sources had heard of Nia's name being brought up mm -hmm. as somebody who might return. Now, Nia Jax last appeared for WWE in the Royal Rumble, this year's Women's Royal Rumble. Wonderfully chaotic appearance. <laughs> she just came in, shouted at everyone, and got eliminated. It was yeah. it was something else. She's that was her only pro wrestling match since she got released actually in November. Yeah, November must have been about that point, uh, 2021. Um, she was lined up for that Offers of Pain at Nottingham. NFT mm, show yeah. that never ended up happening. I think she was going to wrestle Lana on she that. She was, yeah. Which is <laughs> wild. Like long-term um, storytelling there, to be fair. Yeah. Like all the table bumps. Oh, of 12 course. 12 weeks of table bumps to set up that big NFT main event. My old, all of that. <laughs> was that part of that? I can't even Probably. remember. Um, but look, we we did, we actually, we Simon Miller did an interview with mm -hmm. uh, Nia over, over WrestleMania weekend. It's on the YouTube channel. It's really fun. Uh, it's called Nia Jax Boots Lip Gloss. Simon <laughs> Where uh, Simon's like, hey, what have you got planned? What's going on and she totally deflects and goes I'm going to put lipstick on your face um, so when I saw that I was like ah she must be up to something mm. maybe she's up to something now I don't honestly know but there you go Nia Jax obviously quite a controversial figure mm -hmm. uh, over the years um, she was always really strongly pushed when she was in WWE former Raw Women's Champion former Tag Team Champion what do you reckon of all this? I'm not not interested um Nia Jax is a, as a wrestler is very easily overexposed. Sure. Like, I think it would be um, reasonable to say that she perhaps never hit her potential as a monster. But in NXT, the original run, they did as much as they possibly could to hide the negatives and extenuate the positives. Mm -hmm. The old idiom, the way you're supposed to book everyone. Pro wrestling, baby. Yeah. And who is the head of creative in WWE now? 
the same man that was doing that back in NXT Bad back H. in 2015, 2016. It's, he's not got a magic wand. Like, Nijak's flaws will always be Nijak's flaws. And there was obviously a less than impressive injury record and yeah. things like that. But I think... You know, if you look at someone like Omos, the guy who wasn't on TV for weeks and weeks and weeks and then was suddenly dominant for a while in Slim Jim Battle Royal. Like, Triple H is pretty good with the basics. Mm-hmm. And I think Nia Jax is somebody that, like, defines pro wrestling basics. You yeah. get her basics right, you kind of get the best out of Nia Jax. Yeah. Part-timer, special attraction, I think there's a place for it. And if we get more moments, like my whole, oh my God. I'm here for it. Uh, she shot on the whole division in the Rumble, didn't she? <laughs> she she did. came out and got in every, like, the confidence that she exudes. Did she not swear as I'm well? I'm pretty she sure like, she did. effing she gave no Fs. It yeah. was pretty exciting to watch, isn't it? I'm kind of here like in, in 2023 as far as what I enjoy out of pro wrestling. It's mostly chaos, mm. and I feel like she'd bring that factor yeah. uh, in, in spades, perhaps. Although, let us know down below. What do you think? What do you reckon of Nia Jax potentially coming back to WWE? Are you into it? Are you not into it? Uh, I mean, I, if you're not into it, I can understand why, uh, to be fair. Legit, right? Look right now at the top of the division. You've got someone like an EO Sky. Uh, Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley. Right. They're three great Nijax matches. I want to watch all of them. I want to watch all three of them. They're all strange. They're all weird. I yeah. want to look at all of them, you know? Yeah. Uh, I didn't get the elite in WWE. I'll take Nijax coming back instead. I feel like Nijax <laughs> is a very comparable wrestler to Kenny Omega. That's why I made yeah. that, yeah. 100%. <laughs> They're both like topped lists before. Yeah. Um, They've both got nice hair. They do. Yeah. Speaking of wrestlers that are comparable to Kenny Omega, but less so on the nice hair, I would guess. Um, Nick Aldis. He's got okay hair. He's got okay Obviously, hair, isn't he? Obviously, the, the god of judging hair. Indeed. Right here. And better hair than me. Yeah. Nick Aldis, uh, former NWA champion for thousands of days and, you know, ex-Impact and done a lot in just business, was backstage at Monday Night Raw last night. Um, there'd been a lot of discussion for a while about... WWE potentially wanting to bring him in and I think a lot of people were interested in whether or not that would be as a talent um, but it was PW Insider that reported last night before the show that he was indeed there with WWE apparently uh, considering him for a producer role yeah. um, they've currently got the likes of Hurricane Helms and Jason Jordan and certain others uh, in that role so they're certainly willing to look upon younger wrestlers um, or wrestlers that you would think, obviously Jordan's injured, but you know the guys that could typically still give. Uh, but Aldis is apparently being considered for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the man's still in his 30s. I think it was 36. He is currently or 37, um, and he was wrestling in Impact just this year. Um, some fairly high-profile losses, obviously, but known as this um, very dependable good hand, which I know is a bit of a dirty word in a Vince McMahon-controlled industry, but it's sure. not anymore. No. Like it's good to have a head for the industry, and maybe that producer role might be something both sides are happy with. Uh, you know what I like about this story is that it is the polar opposite to the Nia Jax one. Yeah. Nia Jax brings the chaos factor. Nick Aldis brings the steady factor. Yes. Uh, they're completely yes. different appeals, aren't uh-huh. they? Uh, I could see him do it. Obviously, we don't know. We're not backstage. But no. I could see him being a good producer, for sure. Mm-hmm. He's got a very old-school mindset about pro wrestling. You could see that in the way he presented himself throughout his NWA title reign. Uh, and obviously, he was really responsible for making that brand well, I'm partly responsible, you know, other people were good on it as well, but he put a lot of work in to make that brand so, like, worth investing in when that, when power was properly popping off, and even before that, when he was wrestling Cody uh, all in and yeah. stuff like that. He so, put the suit on and he held the belt that looks cradled it, didn't yeah, he? Like, right yeah, Nick Aldis, he's a student of the game, like, he he's sitting there watching Harley race matches when he goes home, right? Like, Him and Triple H have got a lot of shared yeah. tests. He's, well, he's firing like, up championship wrestling yeah. from Florida, and, like, he's... Uh, yeah, he, he, 
a good. I think he'd be a good influence to have uh, on the style of modern DWWE. I think he'd ground it a little bit. Um, I've got a Bockwinkle spot for you, Chad Gable. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> one of the all-time great promos, yeah. Nick Bockwinkle, the god. Uh, Nick, all this is a really good promo as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's interesting that they're bringing him in as a producer. Potentially, uh, be interesting to see if he lands a full-time gig. But I am sure he will do a good job. And you know what? You would be doing a good job if you slapped that subscribe button. WB have been very kind to the oldest James household, of course, because yeah. at last year's Rumble we've got Hardcore Country! So those yep. two could do all right in gaming that system together, I think. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, let us know what you think of Hardcore Country in the comments yeah, section please, below. Yeah, please do, we pa- love it. I'm Papa Roach. <laughs> if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Have it to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash whatculture. All right, let's move on. Talk about potential WWE roster releases. Uh, don't seem to be happening. This is good, obviously. Um, this is more of a rumor than anything else. It's been swirling a little bit since Endeavor took over, mm-hmm. or the Endeavor takeover was announced, which was in April. Since then, it's been like, oh, like, uh, to be fair, Nick Khan made a comment where he was like, we're going to make like budget cuts. Yeah. Something along those lines. And Endeavor have done that when they've bought 
the UFC. They got rid of people like Randy Couture, like legacy contracts. Uh, he was working like a broadcaster show or whatever. They just went, no, nah, Randy Couture, sentimentality, out the building. Um, <laughs> So yeah, Khan said about saving millions, didn't they? This is it. Yeah. And it was a big number that he mm. was talking about. So naturally, minds went to that, to potential releases. Uh, but Fightful Select are reporting that these came from, the rumours came from shoddy sources. Wow. Uh, yeah, they spoke to several people backstage within WWE, uh, staff and on-air talent, and those personnel had not heard anything about roster cuts. It's noted as well that even after the rumours emerged, there wasn't really a lot of discussion about it backstage, which to me suggests that it's something that they aren't particularly worried about, which is good, because for a couple of years there, it felt like we had a dozen people losing their jobs every week. Yeah. It's, yeah. um, look, I think there's like some nuanced conversations to be had about the right times that people should come and go from wrestling companies. Uh, that said, and I do think that there's definitely a place now with AEW existing that like wrestlers being able to move between and get better deals themselves is something that can be the benefit don't like that word of a release sure. like wrestlers can like start again and like you only need to look at like a Matt Cardona or something like yeah. in having the second life on the indies and making money that he's far happier to make than he ever was in the, the WWE system all that said the morale must have been soul crushing mm-hmm. like years and years and years of these mass release cycles as you say because we're not talking five guys it was 20, 30 at a time dozens multiple yeah. times a year yeah. like what a horrible feeling that must have been to have the axe feeling like it was hanging over you all year round especially if you're struggling to get on television but want to like a lot of wrestlers that aren't getting TV time are probably desperate to get it but to imagine having that plus the stress of if I don't get this TV time I'm going to lose my job mm-hmm. must have been a miserable working environment so yeah. the lack of cuts now will hopefully ease that pressure and with less pressure there's a bit more uh, creativity can flourish and freedom of expression can flourish and I don't know it strikes me as a nicer place to work if you've not got that stress hanging over you yeah it's sort of Damocles yeah. all the time and also like the past couple of years we had the pandemic mm-hmm. and all of that oh, stuff yeah. so it was like not only are you losing your job you're doing so when wrestling is kind of shut down mm. uh, and you've just been let go by the most profitable like the most profitable period in the biggest company's history as well so yeah it was crap for a while hope there's no more releases coming certainly yeah. Uh, yeah, there we go. Natural flow of contracts is a nice way for this to work. AEW let contracts yeah. like get seen out and then get released, and that's one thing. I think that's a nicer way for the industry to operate. Much better. Yeah. Then your obligations have been fulfilled. Exactly, yeah. Um, somebody that is going to be out, um, thankfully not because they've been released, but less thankfully because they're going to be suffering quite a long time on the shelf with another ACL injury, is Sonia Deville. Um, one half of the current... This sucked. Yeah, tag team champions with Chelsea Green. Making a joke, not unreasonably, that these belts are cursed because she's the latest in a long line of tag champions to pick up an injury. Uh, it was TMZ that had the story on Monday that she'd suffered this ACL injury. And then Sonia Deville came through with a message thanking, obviously, people on Twitter and other social media outlets for all the nice comments and all the sharing of support but she did indeed confirm the news she's going in for surgery today which is Tuesday um, and as as of press time it's going to be quote indefinitely that she's going to be out for we'll probably get more of an update on that over the next few days as the doctors give a prognosis and whatnot but these ACL injuries do take people out for six months to a year minimum typically yeah. like the belts will have to 
change hands or Chelsea will have to find a new partner or whatever and obviously just for Sonia Deville it's another huge setback at another really difficult time um, not to conflate the two but if you remember she was in the midst of that massive push with Mandy Rose when that terrible home invasion mm-hmm. thing occurred so she took some time off it's been like a long road back she's won her first title and then weeks later suffers this injury it was in the match with Charlotte Flair and Bianca Blair on last week's Smackdown um, obviously just a, an accident a move gone wrong a lot of these ACL injuries kicking around uh, in WWE and especially in the women's division at present but just really, really gutting news. I mean, yeah. Sonny Deville, like the, real, the real shooter. Sad to see her get it now as much as any time. Yeah, it really stinks because it's just when she's been finding her feet mm-hmm. as a kind of wrestler again, um, after obviously the, the harrowing real-life situation that pulled her away for a while, understandably so. And then, you know, she comes back eventually, she does the on-air authority figure thing, and I think she was really good in that role. Mm-hmm. Um, like scheming behind Adam Pierce's back and all of that like stuff. A dumb role, like the elevate, yeah. elevated bad material as a skill with a role like exactly, that. Exactly, exactly. That's part of the craft of existing in WWE. Mm. Um, and then, you know, the, the pivot from Chelsea Green and Carmella, which was a really fun, silly act. Mm-hmm. Sonia takes Carmella's spot when Carmella, obviously she's pregnant, she's yeah. taking time off. Congratulations to her and Corey Graves, of course. Uh, and she fills the role really well, and it's a fun act, and it's like, okay, I can rock with this in the women's tag division. Then she suffers a serious injury. It's just a crap situation across the board. It really sucks. Uh, all the best for a... Mm. What, what's the best word to use here? As as simple a, a return as possible. Yeah, you can't say speedy recovery. You can't say speedy. You can't rush it, can you? Yeah, it's an ACL, <laughs> yeah. and you can't really say like not painful because I'm sure it's extremely painful yeah. um, but I hope this goes as well as it possibly can uh, timing sucks everything sucks you know what doesn't suck Twitter questions let's get to those sometimes they, they kind of suck yeah. well, least, uh, the nasty ones aren't very good well the, the nasty ones are kind of funny let's be <laughs> honest uh, the first one from X today comes from Aiden who asks uh, should Cody beat Seth for the belt and then immediately get Priest cashing in and beating him I love Cody but that would be hilarious and also heartbreaking it would be hilarious it'd be more heartbreaking yeah um, I like that Cody and Seth have got this push and pull on television but ironically it's to do with Cody not wanting Seth's belt yeah. Seth sees it as a mark of disrespect why don't you want my belt and Cody yeah. doesn't want to say because it's a trinket mate I want the proper one because it's pish but Seth should defend his, his belt's honour right so I do like that tension between the two um, I also love Priest with the briefcase I think that's creating really cool drama and raw at the moment I just don't like Cody challenging for it I think somehow they are walking the tightrope of Cody not wanting that but not burying it mm. I think only Cody can do it I don't think there's many talents that could cool, that could manage that very delicate thing they've asked him to do he just shouldn't ever win that belt. Like he, I've got a pasty bet on with Cedric about this. He thinks he's going to win that belt before the proper one. So I, not I just uh, not just for a pasty. I need this to go Cody's way. But I think they're somehow juggling it, and I hope they continue to. I think he's going to win it. Uh, I don't know if Priest is going to cash in on him just yet. Uh-huh. But that would be a way to give Cody an out rather than taking a concrete loss. But I, I don't know. I get the vibe. He's going to win this, and then he's going to lose it, and then he's going to win the big boy at, at XL. That being said, Roman apparently is the guy deciding when he's going to drop the belt. Might he get to WrestleMania next year and go, hey, I'm not jobbing out to Cody? I don't know. Who knows? 
Who the heck knows? I'm um, stressed about this. I'm really, I'm really, it shows that I care again, but I'm yeah, really stressed about this. It's freak, it's freak stuff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, good question there. Uh, I do think Cody's going to win the belt. I, uh, Priest might cash in on him as well. Uh, Gremlin has been on. <laughs> Hello, Gremlin. Um, <laughs> at the Gremlinio. Fair play. Very nice. Uh, morning, you leg end. That's rude. Uh, Chad Gable, mega push coming. Crowd noise gets bigger every week, and that suplexes money, but how would you book him? I would have him lose a very gutsy and very memorable match to Gunther. I know that sounds a bit route one, and obviously as of last night, he's got this title shot presumably at payback. It's going to be a ripper. It's going to be fantastic. But Gunther is a guy that gets people over when he's beating them. Like, Sheamus has never felt more respected by the industry at large following getting his arse kicked at Mm -hmm. last year's Clash at the Castle. There is something to the Gunther loss that does things for people. And I don't know if Chad Gable is ever going to get beyond where he currently is, but who is better in the last 10 years at elevating all of his partners, Mm -hmm. all of his feuds, than Chad Gable. There is something to be said in the era where more people win belts than not for being the Mr. Perfect, Ted DiBiase, Rick Rude of the 80s, the guys that never win the top title, but years and years and decades later were still saying they were the GOATs. They mm-hmm. were the GOATs. Chad Gable occupying that space is no dishonourable CV, in my opinion. He's in a really good spot at the yeah. moment, 100%. And like, f- this was Shorty G, remember? Exactly. Oh, G was a ruler. I forgot about Shorty G, Jesus. Yeah. Jesus, Fenton. <laughs> uh, our final question of the day comes from Marius, who asks, good morning, legends. Uh, what do you think about the ex-AEW championship belt of CM Punk? Uh, do you think they should establish it as a second world championship for a collision, or only use it for a short period of time? I think they should only use it for a short period of time to build to the MGF match where the unifier and MGF wins. Yeah, I can't disagree. Uh, short collision title, unification match. Why not both? The match with Ricky Starks on last Saturday's collision felt like a big title match. Starks wanted the belt, so if a wrestler aspires to have a thing, it means something, yeah. but let it mean it for a short term. We're here for a good time, not a long time with this belt, I think. And if you guys want to have a good time, check out the video that's currently on your screen right now. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.